It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. We are the lads from the Chilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. We're so happy following the blues. We love you what more can we say? Very good evening, ladies and gents. It is a Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday. We uh, delayed one night because of the government announcement last night, which we thought we'd all like and need to hear. Uh, so here we are on a Tuesday night with the Talk and Talk Show, sponsored by Boyle Sports, the principal sponsor of Birmingham City Football Club, in conjunction, of course, with our good friends at Audi Labour Club, SAS Autos, uh, the Garrison Copy Company. Right, OK. Got a special guest for you tonight, ladies and gents, one that we've not seen around for a while just debating a few minutes ago just how many years it was and we can't really believe it um introducing them tonight mr mark adams hello evening everybody happy new year aka mr robe um mr paul hipkiss good evening all happy new year and aka mr sheen and of course uh lovely mrs brown <laughs> also myself good evening and richard dryden ladies and gents richard dryden oh happy new year <laughs> <laughs> Now, if I drop out, Chris, my, my uh, computer's coming up saying I've got no internet connection. Um, so if I drop out, I drop out, I'll come back in as quick as I possibly can. OK, the sad news, uh, as always, first at the top of the show. We lost one of our own um, last week, Big Barry Austin, as I'm sure you've all seen uh, all over Facebook. Um, an absolutely iconic figure down the blues. Um, you know, 50, what was it, 50, just over 50, 50 wasn't it? Something like 52, yeah. yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Um, you know, we always used to be in the cops and you'd Barry, Barry, give us a wave. And he always did every single time, stand up and give you a wave back. Like one of our own, Barry Austin, rest in peace and keep right on. Also just heard some very sad news that uh, Colin Bell has just passed away as well this afternoon after a short illness, non-COVID related. So uh, thoughts are with all the families concerned. Okay, Adam Wilkes, one of our backroom staff, got to say a very big congratulations to you. Just become an uncle, his sister Sophie and partner Ben, uh, just had a little baby boy at 6am this morning. Baby boy Jake, let's hope he grows up to be a blue now as well. Done and congratulations from all the team. Right, 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 right. Um, rant coming up. What is going on at our football club again? What is going on? The cop shut, the Tilton shut. The owners are in disarray. We ain't winning a going game. Nothing, just nothing, nothing is going right. This has to be more than players and or management. It is fundamentally rooted at the top of this football club and it needs sorting, Paul. Well, at the start of the season, the best analogy I can come up with, and you know Peter Kay's old jokes about dipping hobnobs and rich teas in hot drinks. 
Yeah. Our, our, our defence at the start of the season was a hobnob, you know, being dipped into a hot drink. It was pretty, you know, it had a pretty solid foundation. We didn't, look like, we didn't look like conceding yeah. many goals. And over the last few games, we've turned into a rich tea. We're just, we're just crumbling every time we get attacked. You know, and we're conceding yeah. goals, making individual mistakes. Um, is it the manager's fault that, you know, Etheridge makes that mistake against Derby? Um, all the errors that we're making, the pass from Clark Salter at Cardiff, you know, they just don't look like... When they're out there, they just don't look confident at all, do they? Especially at home, and it is concerning. Now, is changing the manager again the answer, or do our problems delve much deeper than that? You know, I genuinely think that we could get Jurgen Klopp in tomorrow, and he would still struggle. Well, I can't remember the amount of times you've said that, Paul, over the last well, however, however long. But yeah, I just I don't get it. You know what I mean? I mean, we've got a decent squad there. We've got a decent gaffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people have called for his head and one thing or another. And I'm so like, you know, and I put a bit of a rant on the other night. Okay, I'd had a few too many whiskers by the sound of it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I ain't got a problem with it, but for goodness sakes, you know, we're, 10 years this has been going on for. 10 years. Yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, Roy, but in any business, leadership starts from the top, doesn't it? From the CEO. Yeah. Well, it should yeah. do. Yeah, and I just think that that's, that's our problem, in my opinion. That's, that's been our problem all through this time. I mean, he's, he's stumped the place out, hasn't he, for four years now, nearly, in my opinion. And mm. I just think if we, had, if we had a change in that position, it would just give everyone such a massive lift from top to bottom in the club, including the fans. Mm. Richard, what was it like when you were there? Um, well, I, I came at a time, well, I think there must have been about 10, 15 games left of the season. Um, and Terry Cooper was there. He brought four or five players in basically just to try and keep us up. Then um, we did, you know what I mean? Listen, we were, you know, it, it was tough work, but I didn't, and or not, I didn't realise how, I know the club was big, I didn't realise how big the club was until I actually walked through the doors and, yeah. and turned turn out the home game. My first game away was with Brentford away, the first game I played it. But the next home game, when you walk out, Jesus Christ, the backing you get, you know, when yeah. they say some, some, when you say at the moment, some clubs like maybe Sheffield United needs fans. My God, the you know the, what we got to help us was was unbelievable. Mm. Um, and like I say, how many games I played, I'm not, not even sure anymore. But that last game we beat Char- uh, Charlton at home one 0 to stay up. It was one of the best occasions ever. Mm. You know, mm. you shouldn't should re- a, a club like us shouldn't really be celebrating staying up. But at the time, it seemed like uh, it seemed like promotion. <laughs> we celebrate staying up like Man United do winning the Champions League. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's the same old story, isn't it? When you look at clubs at the wrong end, is there's not enough goals being scored, and there's not, and there's too many being conceded. You know, it's yeah. um, and that's how it is. You know, if, if the goal scorers aren't aren't scoring, and, and goals are going in any angles at set plays and in the six yard box and open play, you know, there's always going to be a bit a bit of trouble. Yeah. Just coming back on as well to current times, it's difficult to compare it to any other time, isn't it? Because there's no fans in the ground. They've got the COVID situation yeah. to deal with as well. You know, it is, when you're comparing Karanka to anybody else, I don't think I don't know if that's fair to be honest with the current, you know, situation the way it is. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying there's a, a comparison, Paul. It's just, there's, a, there's a massive, massive frustration from me, from you, from you know the fans up and down wherever they come from, mm. um, and then it all resorts in sack the manager. That's not always the answer. Sacking the manager isn't always the answer. No, no. I think. Yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, how many years did it take Jurgen Klopp to win something at Liverpool? What did Guardiola do in his first season at Man City? And they're at the elite level, you know. I know we're yeah. classed as elite level, yeah. by the way. So, uh... Look, listen, you know. Say again. 
Ferguson at Man United. Yeah, four years. Yeah. One game away, wasn't he? Apparently, one game away from getting the sack. That's it. Until he won the yeah. FA Cup. Um, there's, there's, yeah. the, you, you, there'll be loads more as well. There'll be loads more mani- loads more managers out there that have been there a long time. You know, mm-hmm. and it took them a while to, to you know, or, or you can go to the past as well. There'll be people that it took them a while to win anything. But in today's yeah. game, you just don't get that time anymore, do you? Like, you, you don't just, get it. No. I mean, to be to, I don't get coming back to um, Karanka. We've said it over the weeks, and you know, I don't get the personal abuse towards him. I mean, people are slagging him off, saying he's useless. He's not. He's took. You know, he's took Middlesbrough into the Premier League. How can he be useless if <laughs> experience promotion? Yeah, I think everyone's everyone's got the opinion that he should be playing Hogan and Djokovic together. Um, you know, yeah, I get that as well. To be I'll honest, but um, I think it's wrong. Or I think it's wrong to say he's useless. I mean, Zola was useless. He's got mm. no track record. But Crank has been there and done it, so I think it's wrong to just slate him like that. Although mm. I, I must admit, I know we were warned that he'd be pragmatic and one up front. I am surprised at the amount of shot, you know, team changes week in week out. <laughs> that has surprised again, me. Yeah, again though, is that down to the current way it is? You know, you have to have everyone's rotating their squads more or less, aren't they? There's not many clubs yeah. anywhere playing the same eleven players every game. Yeah, true. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I think again, no, these next these next half a dozen games, Mark. Sorry, here's an invitation for Mr. Dong to come on the show, make himself known to us all. And answer some questions. There you go. There's an open invitation. If anybody is get anywhere remotely close to him, tell him come on the show and I'll speak. Word, to yeah. the fans. Speak to the fans. Yeah. Not- yeah. There's no communication there. These next these next half a dozen games will be interesting now because I think the majority yeah. of them. Oh, there's a critical. seven. Say again. Critical. These are. Yeah, but what I was going to say, Nick, was there's a seven day break between games, yeah. so we haven't got a midweek game many times. I don't think over the next you know month or so. So I think um, that'll be interesting now when he's got time to actually rest players up. Will he stick to, you know, if he gets a good result, I'm not counting Man City, but in the next league game, if he gets a good result, will he stick to the same team then if he's got oh, seven go. days? You know what we like for, we'll go and win it. Mm. I mean, what was it like, Richard, when you played, playing three games a week? Did you just train less or would you, you know, I mean... I'm... Yeah, obviously things have changed massively, haven't they, since... You know, even before when I was playing Liverpool, when they won the league with using 15 or 11, 12, 13, 14 players, you know? Yeah. Um, but we, you know, it was always a mindset when we were playing. If you if you won, you stayed in the side. You know, it don't matter really how, how well you played. But as it, as it's gone on, like we're back back at Forest Green now, you know, we, we've we kept the side for four, four times on the banks. And then you can see them getting tired because we were playing sort of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah, but you still rest them, but you still work them. You know, twenty years ago, that's why we'd have played the fifth game on the trot. You know, because yeah. that's that's the way it was. But going back to rotating squads, if you've if you've only got twelve top class players, you're probably going to use twelve. But like you say, with the Man Cities or people at the top of the Championship, they might have sixteen, seventeen, eighteen top players who who don't get weaker if they put six or seven new ones in. I mean, that's, you have to uh, figure it okay for making seven changes. I don't. Yeah. You do have and to also, you go back earlier, like. People want instant success. It's very, very rare you get five or six 17 to 22 year olds in now because managers are too scared to put them in because they need success straight away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And how's, um, how's Odin Bailey doing? He's done really well. He's done really yeah. well. We're, we're, we're quite an attacking size and we play some football. So we've got, we've, I like to call them flair players, and he's definitely one of them where, we can, where he can create. 
you know, he's so he's done really well in the last third. Um, you know, he's still a young lad, so he, he got a rest on Saturday, but he got, he got abandoned after some minutes. But he's done really well. I think it's good for him. He's, he's come in and he came into the club last season for a bit before I was there. And yeah, you know, it takes a bit of time to adjust to the more physical side of it. You know, in the lower league, yeah. but there is a lot, a lot of passing teams in this league this year. But he's done, he's done well. He's done well. Mm. So um, hopefully, we've got him to the rest of the season as well. Yeah. Well, at this rate, we might need him back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you say me or him? Because if you said me, you're in massive trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need you both, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that. A number t- is it a number 10? Is it a number 10 or is it another defensive midfielder? Do we know? Is it? Right. Yeah. I think, to be honest, though, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we have a few outgoings this month. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, some, I mean, going back to uh, Crowley, I mean, there's a big rumour over here in Cov that he's um, Coventry wanting back. I don't know if it's on loan or permanent, but that's been going around for weeks. That has. So, mm. there's anything. I'll do my, do my best. They won't understand me. I'm the only probably in Cov, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great news from the uh, from the uh, Blues Youth today with Odin Bailey signing an extension to his contract. That's uh, secured him down. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, there's always basket weaving, Chris, isn't there? <laughs> it's the finals, is it? Any, anyone, anyone to look out for, Chris? <laughs> talking of bets, uh, talking of bets. Uh, Brexit happened, obviously, as we know, last uh, the other night, eleven o'clock. Um, good friend uh, Graham Lysich. Lys- I know I'd forget how to pronounce it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely guy. We sat and had um, a video call at five to eleven, and had a whiskey oh. together uh, over the phone. And he said, "Go and put some money on this horse." I can't remember what the name of it was now, right? And I said, I've never gambled, mate. I never gamble. Sharon had to go up to town today and she had to walk past the bookies and she nearly turned in and put a few quid on it and it came in at 10 to 1. <laughs> oh. Just my luck. Oh. So thanks for being in Brexit with me. Uh, that's all done and dusted now. Well, as far as it can be, but um, does it make any difference to European fixtures, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> uh, apologies to everybody. I didn't have my mic on. Ah. Uh. Oh, one job. You get one job. Richard, Anthony Garvey's asking, did you play in the 6-4 against Swindon when we were 4-1 up? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, <laughs> we were at 4-1 up, absolutely cruising. Then, then I looked across to my right and see Glenn Glenn will take his top off and you think, oh, my God, he's coming on. But <laughs> yeah. I think, the, obviously, the goal started raining in and we just totally fell apart. It's, Probably the worst game of my career. Looking back at it, you know, it was, yeah. it was horrendous. You know, that game that would get that game was one at half time. You know, was it four one half time? Threw it away. Four one after half time. I think it was four one at half time. Wasn't it? Was it four yeah. one at half time? I remember being there. I'm just trying to vaguely, yeah. you know, try and re- recall it. But yeah, I just yeah. remember David Mitchell coming on and changing the game. And he, yeah, he just got so the player manager, and you're like, why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, madness. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to get that for about back 20 years. years. Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Nick. Go I've, on, I've got my computers back up and running now, so I should be able to read uh, read some comments out. So, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. we should play in that force. Oh, yeah, we've just had that one. Right, Manchester City up next. Um, that's going to be a tall order. No matter what team they put out, they're going to. They're all experienced, aren't they? Um, I'm going to do this a little bit earlier tonight. Paul, what's your prediction? Wouldn't it be typical Blues to go there and draw and get into a replay or something? Or, yeah, so or beat them even 1-0. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go. Um, no, I'm gonna go for. I'll go for two nil to them. Uh, two nil. Yeah, Mark. I'm gonna. I was gonna. I'm gonna say one nil to Man City. I think we'll just park the bus and keep it down. One nil Manchester City. Yeah. Okay. All right. Chris yeah. Brown. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Five nil. What's the blue? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Five <laughs> <laughs> nil. I'm going to go for a cheeky 1-1 draw and a return to the Blues. Uh, Richard, what's your thoughts? Right, key. I think we'll go up there and sit in my, like most clubs do and try and see it out, but I think we'll get yeah. no, 2 2 nil. Okay. Just, yeah. Sorry, Nick. Yeah. Can I just confirm? Is it, um, is, is it not straight to extra time? Yeah, there's no replays. No replays. I can't say there's no replays. Is that yeah. oh, not, no, 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 that no, right in the FA Cup Yeah. 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 Just scrap the replays. Yep. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, right. just 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 going back to that game. <laughs> uh, apparently, it was four one at four thirty p.m. and lost. Was it? Yeah. Just to rub it in a bit. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was horrendous. That was horrendous game. Six uh, 0 from five two yeah. from. The girl, oh God, so I'm ever sorry, my computer's really playing up tonight. That's all uh, right. iPad that I wanted for Christmas, by the way. <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, what's your uh, what's your best memory at Blues, mate? Um, like I say, the game-wise, probably the when we stayed up against Charlton. Yeah, you know, it's probably the uh, well, definitely even after my career finishing, one of the biggest games. I played in, so there's so much on it. You know, yeah. we, we just knew if we won, because Charlton, I can't remember the other side, it doesn't matter, there's another side who's playing below us and above us, and they were playing each other, so whatever happened, we were, if we won, we'd stay up, and mm-hmm. I remember going, yeah. well, Paul Malden scored, and I think about two minutes ago, Paul Malden went out to, to block a shot, and it, it deflected off him, it sort of spanned inches wide of the top corner, and you Ooh. You know, that success and failure is so so close, but when that final whistle went, it was just mad. But yeah, you know the build yeah. the build up to it, and like you say with the Villa games in the cups, that's yeah. as well. It was um, the season after that was a that was probably the biggest game because because um, it got us out of the out the muck really and stayed up. Would you say that were two of your best games personally for us against them up the road? Because you pretty much didn't give Dalian Atkinson a kick in either yeah, of the two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It's funny because I, I like the, the bigger the game and the bigger the crowd, I'll, I'll get more excited, not 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 nervous really. But um, mm. you know, as a team, I thought we played. I thought we played really, really well with both games. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it might have inhibited our our league form for seven or eight games after, and a little bit before because for us, well, for me as well, it was like I say, there were two just massive, massive games. The rivalry is is unbelievable. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you'll know that oh, more than me. But uh, when we had the great escape in nineteen ninety three, when Paul Morton scored versus Charlton, do you think it was a change to the lucky kit that kept us up? I think we wore it around the time. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Hey. Without a shadow of a doubt, we did no training or anything before it. We just turned up in the lucky kit. <laughs> <laughs> oh crikey! What what were those dressing rooms like with Baza? Oh, oh man, I'll tell you what—they were full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <four. laughs> no, listen, he was, you know, as a manager, he, he was unbelievable to work to work under because you never knew what was going to happen day to day. You know, you never really had a schedule of what you're going to do. But, um, you know, he is one of football's massive characters and I don't think there's enough characters in football nowadays. So, you know, luckily he's still sort of involved at, at Peterborough as well. So certain games you see him. Um, but, you know... 
he just brought breath, um, put new life into the club as well when he came lively and loads of players came. We all know that, but um, you know, it was just uh, it was a strange time. He, he, I think though, as a defender, he'd rather he'd rather lose four three than win one a boring one nil. You know, because he just wants entertainment all the time. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a it was a good time. You know, what I mean, we still we still speak. When I was manager at Worcester, he came down came down and did a, a day a do for us. You know, got up and spoke and did that all for enough and gave it all the charity. So you know, he's a he's a real good bloke. You know, yeah. give you the last oh, tenner. Back to the Man City yeah. game. Steve Portman's gone forty-five nil to Manchester City. <laughs> I think what he meant was nil-nil at full time, and they're going to score forty-five. <laughs> in the last two minutes, thirty minutes. <laughs> that's the goal every. That's the goal every two minutes, even without stoppage oh, time. It's my god. <laughs> yeah. uh, Martin, probably the quickest centre-back pairing we've ever had from Steve Job. And uh, Leonard Edgington, hi to everybody at Tilton Talk Show from Queensland, Australia. Man City to cruise it five 0 and a very happy. New Year to you, Leonard, and to everybody over in Australia that listens as well. Right. Mm. Did anybody get a good blues-related Christmas present? I've got a few, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got one here, actually. Do you want to see it? Drinks coaster. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Mine, mine wasn't blues-related, but it is, indirectly. I've got the short. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is indirect. Yeah. 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 Do you want to see what oh, I've got? Before he does a tattoo on his backside, then, for a minute. Yeah. Go on, then, Mark. That's what I thought it was going to be, then. Ooh. Look at that. <laughs> what, what, is, what is it, Mark? It's um, from the local bus stop. <laughs> no, it's, oh, a, it's, right. a tube, it's a tube app of all the sort of uh, achievements and stuff. Oh, right. Oh, well done. So, my, my other half, she got me that. Very nice. Very nice. The tube you app in Birmingham. Okay. So, and that, back in with a you... child. Uh, that's how I remember his face when he took me to my first game back in the 70s. That's his dad. Is that, oh, is that Chris? Oh. It's Chris. Yeah, that's his dad. That's his, his dad. Oh. Papa. Papa Jack. Oh. That's fantastic, Nick. I love that. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Richard? Did you get any good blues-related Christmas presents? <laughs> <laughs> I've got no blues one this year. No. Not oh. at all this year. Let us down. Well, maybe next year. Maybe next you know year. Know what you're missing, mate? Don't know what you're missing out on. Let us down. Nigel Mansell. Who was the best? The underpants. I ain't got me, mate. Who was the best player you played with for us, mate? Oh crikey me! The most talented was probably Tatey on his day. Paul Tate was unbelievable on his day. Yeah. You know, but probably the most impact was Jose Dominguez on his yeah. day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, quick right. and direct. You know, you know, he just he could tear teams apart on his own as long as we. Yeah, yeah. And what about your I, whole? I, I yeah. goodens, you know, I've got me, I've got my team written down here, and we had some really, really, oh, yeah. really good players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And it was. Um, and, yeah, and then your back, whole. Cr- I think, I think. I... We'll have a look at your team later. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. do your team yeah. later, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then your, and then your whole career would it be Letizia or? Oh yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. He was just... How he didn't get any more England caps, you know, when you look at. You look at flair players now. He was he was he was top. You know what yeah. he could do with the ball was his finishing was unbelievable. Yeah. He always goes yeah. on about t- his, his best goal ever because like you ask him what the best goal ever is, it could be it could be one of fifteen. Yeah, but he said he's, he was against Tim Flowers at, at um, Blackburn. Blackburn, about yeah, twenty yards you... out. Yeah. No, no, about thirty yards out, and, he, and he's bent it right in the top corner. Yeah, and he said that was my favorite. That was my favorite goal. He was against one of my best mates. Yeah. Someone asked him, "Well, what did Tim Flowers say when it went in the top corner?" He said, "I don't know. I was too far away." <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Great yeah. answer. I remember yeah. when he got against yeah. Newcastle. He was, as well, a couple he got against Newcastle oh, when we yeah, flicked yeah. it over them players' heads. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a few. He had two in the same game. Yeah. It's strange. strange. There's a few sort of Maverick-type players that don't seem to... Don't seem to suit any England setup, really, do they? No. You know, it's, no. it's a very rare thing, Probably isn't it? it? You know, going back to Alan Hudson, you know, what a player. It was probably it was probably a bit before his time, wasn't it, Leticia? You know, in, the, in this yeah. modern game now, his game would have suited today's game better, wouldn't it? Mm. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, and like, like you say, all players they on about George Best. Would you adapt? The best players would adapt and be be brilliant. You know, that's what they do. Mm. You know, they've adapted mm. in their eras, and they, they would adapt in any other era if, if they're if they're that good, you know. And, mm. and what yeah, about against? Who's the best? No doubt. Yeah, and who's the best player you've ever played um, against? The hardest one to mark was probably well was when I was at Southampton was Dennis Bergkamp because oh, what, yeah. when you're talking about Matt Latif being in, yeah being in a, being a different era, he used to drop into holes like where number tens drop into now, and you and you just couldn't. You go near him, he'd spin, and you, you just couldn't get near him. You yeah. Know, last resort, you try and kick, you try and kick people, and you could just couldn't get near him to kick. It was, it was tough, but he was, he was just, just class. He just used class, you know. He wasn't a brute, you know. He's just class. That's all. Yeah, he was. He was genuinely world class, wasn't he? He was unbelievable. I dread to think what he'd be worth yeah. in today's market. Wow. Oh man, I know. <laughs> and then you go back into the other, the other end of it. People like played Mick Harford a couple of times and. I'm just happy to still have my nose, really. Because, uh, you know, he, he's one tough man, you know, one proper tough man, but, um, you know, just a totally different different animal from um, Dennis Bergkamp, so... Yeah. What was it, what was it like playing under um, Graham Souness? Brilliant, because I was a bit... I was a bit worried going there, because he bought us... Because you know what he's like as a player, yeah. you know, and, and he lost it. He probably lost it twice all season, you know, when in the change room at half time with against two different people. Otherwise, he was encouraging, always front foot, you know, everything had to be high tempo. And he's a really, really good manager. We got on, we got on pretty well. So did you, did you have some yeah, sort of I, I soft? Going to be shaked, shaked. Did you have a soft side to Sorry. him? Did you have a soft side to him? You know, is sort of guy who could. Yeah, yeah, he had he had everything you wanted really. I mean. The good thing is, you know, you go to some managers who shout and scream every minute of the game and all free training, you end up turning off and not listening. But like I yeah. say, he lost it a couple of times during the game, maybe two or three times in training. And you, you sort of stand up and then, you know, he joined in the five sides. Every time I had a fight, he'd join in and, you know, he put himself about. And you could, you could just tell he was just a, a proper warrior. And, mm. But he was, a, he was a player's manager. You know what I mean? If, if you worked hard for him, yeah. He would make sure if you needed anything, you'd, you'd get it like, you know? Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Um, Tottenham won Brentford nil currently, so there you go. Uh, a lot of people asking me about my birthday. My birthday, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, was last Christmas Day. Last year. Last Christmas Day. I don't think I've ever mentioned that really? before. Really? On Christmas Day? So, yes, I had a lovely birthday. I had a beautiful bottle of malt whiskey, which I haven't drunk all of yet, but I might start later. <laughs> now, <laughs> doppelgangers. We often talk about doppelgangers on this programme. Chris Brown, you're a doppelganger with Richard Dryden, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Hang on. Come on, there's some there's some similarities there, isn't there? <laughs> I, I think I'm probably I'm probably a lot I'm probably a lot more better looking. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is me. Could you oh, yeah. write your name on that one, Chris? Where am I? Oh, there I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, I didn't mention it much, Nigel, but thanks uh, <laughs> for reminding me, Ken. Oh, I've got another birthday coming up this year, you know. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Not till Christmas Day, though. All right, same, same oh. day as our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> our Lord so you watch much of, um, Richard, you're watching much of Blues lately at all? Have you seen much of us over the last, well, say, ten years? I watch, obviously, when it comes on, on the uh, just highlights and everything. You know, you're, you always look at the result of the clubs you've played at. You know, I've got, yeah. I've got about... I've got about 30 clubs I've got to look at. So, um, <laughs> but you always look and you always, always hope. But, you know, that league, that league is so tough. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. So, there's so many sides in there who can compete, you can spend. You know, it's such a tough league. But, um, but I always, you know, I've got Nottingham Forest down there over from where I live. But, you know, you, you look at the size of Birmingham City, it's just, uh, for me, it's just another level how big the club can, is and can, potentially be even bigger, you know, it's, yeah. um, you know, you just, you just hope that, you know, someone gets it right and gets the right players in and everybody pushes in one direction to have a right go one season. You know, the, the best thing what's happened in years and years is, is the playoffs because it gives a, gives you a more chance to go up, you know what I mean? Whatever league you're in, you've got a great chance, mm. but like I say, that, that league is, is so tough and people who come down, you get the parachute payments as well. It's just a massive, it's a massive yeah. um, bonus for them, you know, just to mm. have another gamble to go back up. You know, it's it's tough, but, you know, the, the infrastructure looks there. I don't know what, like you say, you're there and know a lot more about it than me at the moment, but it's such a mm. such a big club. It's it just deserves to go to the top league. Definitely, you know? definitely. Well, Jason, you've got a question for you, Richard. Uh, can you ask Richard how, how demoralising was it to only lose one game in the last nine and miss out on staying up by goal difference, I think? Must have been exciting too. What was that? The Blues. Was it goal difference? I thought we stayed up by. Mm, I think it was. Was that when we got relegated or when we won? When oh, we got relegated, we got relegated. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was that was a season where you just couldn't a little bit. You know, just couldn't win for anything. You, you think you get, you think you get in there, and you just. Dropping points and dropping points and dropping points. And like you say, sometimes goal goal difference is massive. Mm. You know, when you get and beat one nil, you know, near the end of the season, you know, do you do you, know, you go for league rise up you can see another one on the break and then all of a sudden two or three goals are a massive difference. But you know, got to a stage that season as well, you, you win a game and you think brilliant, we could be out of it, but the teams above you win as well. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's hard, but you, you can't blame the last five games of a season because it, you know, you could pick up ten points in the last five games, but it's what's happened in the in the forty before or the thirty before. It's um, yeah. it's just a kick in the teeth. You know, if if you get beat, if you go down on goal difference or down on three or four points, it's just it's just that horrible horrible taste in your mouth. Where could where where could we have done better? Because the side we had was a decent side. You know, we had we had plenty of decent players to to stay up. You know, mind you, having said that. It was really weird because although we went down, it's still sort of looking forward to the following season under uh, under Barry because you just yeah, really had a chance yeah. of bouncing back. You know, yeah. you couldn't see us struggling. You could see yeah. right, you know. So yeah, it was. Um, I was looking forward to the season after, to be honest, and it you know proved yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, and that's what he did. That's what he did a little bit, Barry. Was there was always a, there was always a silver lining to whatever happened. You know, you could, <laughs> you could give some right hammering, but there was always a silver lining. You know, and um, 
you know, the, the, the side he assembled as it went on was a, was another step up. So, like yeah. you say, sometimes you, you don't want to be a yo-yo club. That's, that's right. what you don't want to be coming up and coming down. And you know, we went we went down, but he took us took us up, and then all of a sudden you're you're established. You're back to mm. established again. It's a little bit like Burnley in the top league, isn't it? Burnley, were they a mm. Premier League side? Well, they are because they don't really struggle. They're there all the time, aren't they? You yeah, know, they're never in the top three yeah. betting to go down. But you know, you know, this year somehow they'll dig themselves out of it because they've got them players to do it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah with Barry, it was you know it was horrible going down. So I was I was I was injured at the end of the season. I didn't play. Yeah, I couldn't do a lot else anyway. You know what I mean? But you know, we had we had some great players like Daishi and all that in the side. And, yeah, you know, there were some top players, some top winners in there. So you knew whatever happened, if you keep them, they would. Uh, yeah, you know, the season after there's going to be a decent season. In some ways, in some ways, Richard, were you a bit sort of on a personal level, were you a bit disappointed to miss out on Wembley and then the promotion and all the rest of it? Or, you know, um, uh, a little bit. You know what I mean? A little bit. But so, sometimes you, sometimes, sometimes we listen. I, I've been to club. I left Birmingham to go to Bristol City, and yeah. you know, great coming near where I live back home. A lot of me mates are. Yeah. Bristol City fans, Avia, but it, it was probably the worst move ever in my career because as soon as I touched the ball, I was getting booed by the home fans. You know what I mean? It's just a, I didn't play, don't don't get me wrong, I didn't play well, but it was it was just it was just tough. But you know, when you go back to the Wembley stuff, I'm really happy because I played the last season for Stoke on loan at Wembley against Bristol City, funnily enough. In the, oh yeah, yeah. In the EFL um, trophy, so that was and that was a full ice because it was yeah. two well supported clubs. Yeah, and I've, I've, and I've coached at the new Wembley. That was the old Wembley. So, not many people get to do to play at Wembley. You know, you get the usual faces every year. But it was nice. I was so happy to play at Wembley before it got redone. You know, what I mean. So, but when you see when you see Tatey with the t-shirt on and everything at Wembley, and you think, wow, I wish I was on that pitch. You know, it's yeah. when people say, oh, just get just getting to finals is enough. It's not. You once you get there, when all the other fans have, have gone. You know what I mean? There's half a half a stadium left. That's that's when you know the winning and losing is so yeah. important when you get there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Richard, uh, just going back a little bit, Lee Malian said uh, in that fateful season, uh, West Brom only played 81 minutes of their game on that day. We went down at Tranmere. The ref blew as their fans kept invading the pitch and was concerned for player safety. Mm, people forget that mm. uh, they played off the park and could easily conceded in those nine minutes, and that could have been yeah. a season. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got promotion then, though. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what counts. <laughs> I think they should replay it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we'll everybody out. <laughs> so do you think? Do, do, do you think you'd enjoy, Richard? Do you think you'd enjoy playing in today's game as much as um, you did when you played? From what you see as a coach. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I just. I just love playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, you know, it, it, it's strange. I, I, I think I would have. You know, it was funny because I went to, I went on loan to Swindon with Andy King, who obviously passed away a few years ago as well. And he only took me for a month, and then he pulled me down um, the bus and he said, "Do you want to stay for the other two months?" I said, "Yeah, I'd love to." He goes, "Well, the reason I didn't take you for three months was I spoke to a club and they said, oh, you're a bad influence in the changing room.'" And he said, why is that? He said, well, because you've had so many clubs and you thought you were a bad influence. And it's not. It's just basically, I was never going to get back in the Southampton side. 
So I went to three clubs that season just to play games. You know, it wasn't bad influence. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, I, I just love playing. I just love playing. And, you know, you look now at the pitches compared to when we were at the Blues sometimes in the mud or the baseball ground. You go to the baseball ground with Blues once. It mm. was, there was no grass left, you know, and you look at it now and the balls are a lot lighter and probably would have lived a little bit better nowadays and than we did then you know with yeah. the social side of it so yeah it, it's, I, would have, I would have played in any any era you know yeah yeah, yeah. talking about the balls a bit like did anybody notice Etheridge kicking the ball two or three times on that last game and it went from him to the following goalkeeper yeah I mean how light are these things They're like ping pong balls aren't they yeah yeah, yeah. Like ball, yeah. Uh, it's got smack, yeah, it smacks really a it smacks really a desperation, I think, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, just 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 hoof the it's ball just, up there and hope somebody get latches onto it, I think. It's just such a frustrating time. It's just such a frustrating time at the moment, thinking about the games, you know. I mean the, the penalty on Sanchez, why wasn't that given? I know. I know. Mm. I mean there is a there is a vendetta, I think, Paul. I think there is. I'm convinced. I, really do. I don't know if you've seen it, Richard, but uh, our winger. Ivan Sanchez, he's cut in and he's tripped over in the box, and it's a it's a foul. It's a foul. It's a, it's a stonewall penalty. There was foot to foot, or without a doubt. The referee doesn't give yeah. it, and then they just go up the other end and score. <laughs> oh, yeah. Basically, I know. I know. It's, it's what I mean. It's this is what I mean. You know, you look at this the whole season thing, and then then little things where it can get you a point or three points is a massive. Come yeah. the end of the season, like I say, then last five games don't get you relegated or in a relegation fight, but. The, these little things in the games before, around Christmas time, do they all add up? Yeah, and then thinking back to the penalties that we've given away, you know, the one at the one at Reading away was never a penalty. The one at home against uh, Watford was never a penalty. Pedersen, you know, and and I just think if it was at the other end, the referee would have wouldn't have been couldn't have put his yeah. mouth the whistle in his mouth quick enough. You know, it's just the way it yeah. feels at the moment as a Blues fan. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Like I say, the cra- the crowds are a massive thing when you play at home or even away with the away fans. You know, it's. Uh, yeah. I think it makes a massive difference to uh, to certain people. You know, different players on different teams, referees, everything. It just makes a massive yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. going going back to the crowds, Richard. I mean, you're obviously you know involved in, in the game, but do your lads at Forest Green ever say anything about the lack of fans or the empty stadium? Do they sort of say how you know how depressing uh, it is? No, I mean, we start, I think at the start of the season, we were just happy to start, you know, get the season going. But we've had three games. I think the second home game is like a tester thing. We were allowed four or 500 in. We, we probably get 3,000 3, maybe at the ground anyway, yeah. um, you know, on average. And we, got, we were allowed 500 in or whatever. And it was good. The atmosphere was good. And then because yeah. we were in tier two, we had, I think we had about 800 in for the next two home games and the atmosphere was it was even for 800 the atmosphere was so, so different yeah, makes that difference you know what I mean when you're scoring when you're winning when the whistle goes it was mm-hmm. it makes a massive difference oh. and then the last two home games you can you can tell there's just you've got to make you've got you've just got to make your own atmosphere really it's tough you know and yeah it's just it's great we're still playing football because um, I think everybody needs it you know whether it's players or um coaches or fans at least you can still mm. get some sort of watch watch your team or listen to your team but the fans having the fans 
just brilliant. It's that's all it is at the moment. It's better than nothing. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't know. It's some of our performances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no questions coming in. Jason McDonald wants to know what's your favourite memory of Barry Fry. Um. <laughs> Going down to Dunstable Downs, I think, for pre-season and seeing this right at the top of the right at the top of the hill is that on looking like Super Mario Brother. He was so far away. That's <laughs> 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 to run up to him. <laughs> oh. He was a character. God, football misses characters. Oh, class. Yeah. Class. Sometimes you pull your own hair out working for him, but he was he was he was class. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I confirm, okay. ladies and gents, that uh, Craig Courtney has written tonight to Donglin and asked him to appear on the show. So we can only hope. Yep. Yeah. Uh, good question. Good, good question from Siobhan Kenny. She's asking, what would Richard say to get the team's confidence back up? So, I mean, with with our players now as they are on the on the floor, more or less confident. What confidence wise, what would you say to try and lift them a bit? Like, it's sort of stay and do really. I think. I think whether you're at the top or the bottom, you've got to go and try and try and play about fear. You know, people yeah. worry. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 try and just go out, go out and enjoy yourself. You you've got to try and. Tr- it's hard, but as as you train, play as you train. And if you don't enjoy training, there's there's something wrong. If you're a professional footballer, I know it's hard when you're down the bottom, but you have got to go out and just just express yourself. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're a match winner up front or a midfield, go and express yourself. Yeah, you know, and what I say to our players is, you know, everybody's massive on basically, oh, work on what you're bad at. Well, no, work on what you're really good at and what you're bad at. If you're a flying winger, the the fullback look after the defensive side of it. Go and do what you're good at and hurt teams. You know, don't worry about what you're bad at because the centre half led it away, but the centre forward's got to go and score the goals. You know, it's you know, and I think if you yeah. just work on what, what you're good at and let everybody else do what they're good at, and you've got the right team. Mm, yeah, it might take yeah. a few games, but but go and just go and do it. You know, it's I know it's really easy to say, but keeping a clean sheet when you're struggling is just a massive thing and it's just a massive confidence builder. Yeah, you know, but you can't just fit in. You know, you, you know, Man City is a get like a, a free go in it. It's a free hit, Man City. Yeah, but when you go oh, yeah, to yeah. the next league game, yeah, mm-hmm. if you can if you can keep a clean sheet, attack, and you know just. It, so just winning one or two games is just a massive confidence builder. You, you know, what's it, six or seven games without winning at the moment? Yeah. Like you say, you go down and down and down, but you, you, your characters in the team have got to, have got to pull each other along and, and pull the rest along with them. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be a tough season. Unfortunately, I don't think we've. We, I don't think we in this squad. We don't have that character. We don't no, have that character that's... that can you know get behind the team and and. and we just don't have it anymore. I don't, there isn't a strong, uh, a strong influence at all in the team, isn't there? But I think what you said about mm-hmm. playing without fear, I think that, that that is a great thing to say. I think, you know, if mm. people can remember it, that, players. It's, it's, it's a tough one. It's, it's really tough because, like, I'll go back to my Bristol City days where I wouldn't say I was fragile, but I wasn't I was always worried about stuff. Like, you know what I mean? I loved the big crowd, but I always worried about stuff. But I went, I went to Bristol City. I never played after Christmas for the last season that I was there. You know, I just played reserves and reserves and right. getting booed bit all the time. And I got to a stage where, well, what can really hurt me anymore mentally? You know what I mean? They're not, you know, I've been booed by my own fans. Every time my name gets right, I get booed. Nothing can really hurt me. And I went from Bristol City Reserve to Southampton Thurston because I think Bristol City was probably my 
my worst football move, but probably my best move for me mental mental mm-hmm. ability really. And and you know, I always look back at that saying that probably changed my not just career, but my life my outlook in life and think, well, there's a lot worse that can happen than lose a football match. So are you from that area, West Country? Bristol, yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, yeah, I, I, I started at Bristol Rovers though, so that didn't really help. Um, but I've, I've got to say, I didn't, I didn't play, I didn't play great at Bristol City. You know, it's, mm. it was a, I, you know, it wasn't me, me best season and a half by a long, long way. But, um, mm. but like you say, things happen for a reason, and you know, I think, I think that really spurred me on to. Mm. Just better things, really. Another you know, big, another big club, really. Uh, another could could be massive. a big club, aren't they? Yeah. Like Bristol, yeah. Massive. Nah, club. there's only yeah. one. But there's only one BCFC. Yeah, they got, yeah. They got, they got some, <laughs> yeah. They've got they've got some good fans. They have Bristol, Bristol City. Both both clubs have really. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite passionate. What's pleasing as well when I was there? You, yeah, when I was there, you you go outside the ground. There's you got Ashton Park and, and what have you around there, a little park. Mm. And there was loads of people with. At the time, Arsenal's Liverpool shirts on, yeah, yeah. but now there's more and more Bristol City shirts mm. knocking about, which is which is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your local club and what have you. So mm. it's a tidy little ground. Um, actually. That's, this is a tidy stadium. Yeah, yeah. I must yeah, it's say. Not, I've yeah, been there. It's good, yeah, good yeah. I, mean, I think we, yeah. we had the same sort of thing, didn't we? Over at, uh, not long ago, around around Birmingham, everybody seemed to be wearing Man United uh, shirts. But, yeah. Oh, don't start uh, me on that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> But, OK, I'm going to say well done to Carol Sandland for winning the... Uh, was it the share shirt, Chris? Uh, yeah, one of the share shirts, yeah. Yeah, there's a few. Shirts, right. And uh, thank you for your kind message today. All you've got to do is share the, share the stream, stream share the on your personal Facebook page to win a chance to win next week. Yeah, can I, can I, just, uh-huh. say, can I just say the prizes that haven't gone out are going to go hopefully out this week. There's a, there's a couple more yeah. to go, uh, including right. our great Christmas giveaway. That goes out as well. Okie dokie. Yeah, okay. And there will be no appearance for the Chilton Talk Show on Switch Radio tonight. Our good friends at Switch Radio, we just haven't got time to, to do the edit and <laughs> to get it across there. Um, so <laughs> don't go outside running for your cars and switching it on and hoping it'll be there because it won't, it won't be, there. be there. It won't be there. <laughs> a lot of people, Chris, are asking about the stars and how the stars work and what the stars do. Can you give us an update? Okay, so um, you can buy, you can, I think you can buy 100 stars for about, oh, I don't know, two quid, I think. Uh, and all the stars go towards us, um, go towards our charity drive. So, yeah, it's, it's only a few pennies, but it, it all mounts up, doesn't it? Absolutely. Mm. So there you go. That's that one. Uh, I'm going to say happy birthday for Nicholas Wellsbury on the 27th of January. Um, I don't think he's mentioned it more than about nine times this week. <laughs> Man after my own art. Man after my own art. <laughs> Four days after mine, that is. Mine's the 23rd. 23rd? Oh, yeah. Ooh. What day is yours on, Paul? What day or date? Day. Day, Saturday. Oh, right, OK, cool. But all the pubs are shut, so it's, it might as well be yeah. Monday. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, think I think you'll be staying in, Paul. I think I will, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, going back to Mr Dong, uh, Ray Hobro's asking, does uh, Dong's the only one that makes our atmosphere and gets fined for it? What's your take on that one, uh, both of you, Paul, Mark? Well, all of, all three of you, actually. Um, well, I don't think a CEO should be shouting at an official, if I'm honest, like, abu- you know, abusive language. Well, nobody should, should they, really? Not really. <laughs> not really. Not really. But you don't really hear of many CEOs doing that, do you? No, no. No, 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 no. no. So, I've imagined a few managers in the past. So are we saying lack of taste, lack of lack of respect? Naivety, I think. 
Yeah. Naive. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Mm. No, sorry, Mark, I missed that. Naive. Naive. Yeah. He's a new signing. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he play for Everton, Pat Naive? No, no, didn't he? <laughs> he played for Tottenham, didn't he? Naive. Yeah. yeah. Scott and uh, Seaman, didn't they? With that? Uh, yeah, from the other way. Oh, yeah. 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 Please, yeah. Please, Mark, no Seaman jokes. So, did you play with Chris Marsden at Southampton? I'm guessing. Chris Wilder. Marsden. Chris, Chris, Chris Marsden. Chris Marsden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a good. He was a, he was a winner. He was a great player. Who's a cracking player? Never bought a beer, though, but he was a winner. Yeah. Who's what? A winger. Never bought a beer, but he's a winner. Oh, no, no, yeah, he was, he was good traveling the team, yeah, 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 he, he was good, yeah, because yeah. yeah. he yeah, went he to Southampton from us, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Kenner wasn't there, yeah. was he? Was that Jeff Kenner at Blackburn at the time? He was, he was before me, he was before you, wasn't he? Yeah, he was before yeah. me, yeah. yeah, 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 another good player, another good player. I've also got to say a good thank you to uh, Caroline Kari, 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 um, she was stewarding at the Blues on uh. What, what day was it? What day did we play? Because I've lost track of all days, dates, and times now. Saturday. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I Facebooked her at half time. I said, if you get a throw in or anything near you, give us a wave. So I, I actually had a wave from Birmingham City Football Club. <laughs> 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 so thanks for that. It made me day. Here's one from uh, John Smith. Uh, he says, uh, Richard, did you ever cross paths with Mark Dennis at Southampton? He used to come and, he used to come watch loads of games, Mark Dennis. Mm-hmm. You used to see him in the bar after and what have you, have a few beers. He was he was a good he was a good man as well. I mean yeah, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of close people who moved back to Southampton who, who played played in and around there. But um, yeah, he, he was well liked down there. He was a tough lad as well. Oh, crazy! Yeah. Birmingham at the time—that was a real tough team, that, wasn't it? Yeah, part part of the crazy gang, the, the Blues crazy gang. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, Mad, yeah. yeah, it was a big tough side then, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've seen him, seen him quite a lot. Yeah, I used to see him. Yeah. Cracking yeah, good I'm trying to use my. He's always about four points ahead of me before I met him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimate Stato mode here, trying to think of players that have played for Blues and Southampton that you might have played with, like, you know, Southampton, but I'm struggling now. I said Chris Marsden. I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was many come down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Hiley. Scott Hiley, yeah. yes, yes. Somebody mentioned yeah. that earlier, didn't they? Uh, Scott Hiley, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was all right. Yeah. We're good right back. Play, wasn't it? Yeah. Very, Very good. Football. Very good. He was, yeah, he used to get, get us up the pitch. He was a good player, yeah. He's just a bit unlucky with injuries, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. 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 We it, well, we didn't start together, but we first played together at Exeter. Um, so, you know, I was on the left, he was on the right, but he, he was a good player and, Obviously, moved to Birmingham, virtually the same week or two. Um, he went to Man City, I think, as well. Yeah. I think he went to Man City and played. Yeah. Well, he did, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. but I think as near the near his end, he got he got a few injuries and what have you. But uh, I think he's bit back up living in Manchester at the moment. Spoke to him about a year ago, I think, by WhatsApps and what have you. Yeah. Yeah. And have you got any, any funny pranks or stories you can tell us from... In the dressing room at Blues or up from the training ground or anything? That won't get us in trouble? Uh, no, yeah, I'm trying to rule a few out here before I say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I used to travel down with Andy Savile 
um, uh, Colshut as well, and yeah. Ian Bennett, the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. And um, Andy Savlin, Paul Molden, they were pests, proper pests at the end. I mean, we used to go back to go back to to the ground and what have you, <laughs> and like it'd be. Just keep, just keep the secretary a little bit. Just talk, talk. Get back, back away from the telephone. The old days when the phones were on the, on the cord. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like they get sellotape. They get sell, they get sellotape. Just sellotape the phone for the base, basically. <laughs> and then we go out and we, we just keep ringing. We just keep ringing. <laughs> you use your ones as well. Get a, get the get the bins when you're in the hotel. Get the bins, fill it halfway up the water, lean it against the door, outside <laughs> someone's door, knock at the door and run off. That was all part of it, you see. A, decent, a good changing room is yeah. really, really important. Like, yeah, that's, that's the start of training. You go into a changing room and you're you're interacting with everybody. I think it's I think it's really important you got you get a good changing room. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I liked Andy Savile. He was a good, good decent striker. He was Andy Savile. He, he yeah, he was. He scored so many goals that yeah. season when we all when about six of us came. I reckon he must have got he must have got eight eight in about ten games, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. There was a at one point. There's a rumor that some. Um, uh, Italian teams are looking at him and Molden. I think Pizza were one of them, and uh, mm-hmm. a couple of Ascolia, and there's all sorts of rumors. Yeah, yeah. Pizza. Hey, Pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have it with uh, with pineapples, apparently. So, yeah, <laughs> these days, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. I mean, if you if you're a goal if you're a goal scorer and you, you get on that, you're, all you need is 15 real, real good games and scoring eight to ten goals. People start looking at you. You know, it's yeah. It's the only thing in the world, isn't it? Putting the ball in the back of the net. Mm. Yeah, a great question here from Craig. He's asking, how does Mark compare to his dad in terms of management? Mark Cooper. Yeah. Um, not me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, not Mark. Mark's really show. demanding. Mark Cooper, sorry, yeah, compared to Sarah. Yeah, Mark Yeah, Mark Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark's, Mark's quite demanding in what he wants, you know what I mean? And he's clear in what he wants. A little, mm. a little bit like his dad. Yeah. But his dad's... His dad, I mean, he did loads for me. You know, I mean, he took me to Exeter, um, then, then to Blues, and then he recommended me at Southampton. So I went down on trial at Southampton to start. But what I found with Terry, he could, he could, you could be the, I could be an average player. I thought I was an average player, <laughs> but he can feel like a world beater, you know, yeah. just by, by a couple of words or not saying it. Sometimes you come in at half time, you think, oh, that's a shocker. You know, you think, what's he going to say? And he, he'd say nothing to you. You know, mm. you think, oh, got away with that. Got away with that one. You know, but he knew what. You know, his man management was unbelievable, and I always knew when I don't. I used to be a winger. I started off as a left winger, believe it or not. No right? Okay. And like, you, I'd come in, and you think, oh, I've had, a, I've had a great first half there. And you do what you need. He, he, he used to call me Trig. Trig. He goes, what? What guy? He goes, Are you all right? I went, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, come on then. He, and you know, you, you knew you'd done well. You know what I mean? And. But he could make he can make average players feel like top of the world, you know. Mm, yeah. Um, Mark does it as well. He's more he's more demanding, um, which is probably right nowadays because you know the technical side of it and and the tactical side of it's probably gone up a notch in the last in the last twenty years. You know how to how to kill teams. You know with you know you look at so much data nowadays when you go in on a Monday or over the weekend how teams play and you know everything's got to be a lot more thorough. And put through, yeah. and it's almost 
not it's not robotic because if you're robotic, you don't get it's waste time having your Odin Bailey's, you know, because you need Odin Bailey to do what he does because he's different from other other players, you know. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I think with all the data and you've got to watch games and that, I think it's a lot. You relied on players to think for themselves more. I think years ago, you know, go go and do this, go and do that, and create your own ideas, you yeah. know. And, but Terry, Terry as a man management was brilliant. But you wouldn't want to cross him. No, I tell you what, if you didn't, if you didn't work, if you didn't work hard for him, Oakland bought ice in this area, mate, because you're on your way. <laughs> you know, well, I wouldn't have thought that. that was, I wouldn't have thought that of Terry. He's always, he's always come across as mild mannered, so he, he, so he did have a bit of a temper on him. Well, if you didn't work hard, if you didn't work hard, you know what I mean? And listen, I think every every good manager can accept players making mistakes, but if you don't work hard and, and do what you, or try and do what you're asked of, yeah. what's the point of being in the team? You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Another good one from Jason both, Hughes. Both good just, people, though. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. Another good one from Jason Hughes. You just said, what was it like around the sort of squad when Paul Pesky Salido and Karen Brady first got mm-hmm. together? It was told quite quickly after, wasn't it? Um, it was well. I used to stay. So I, I lived in Nottingham, and I used to stay. I used to stay with Pesh and, um, and Paul Fennick, if you remember Paul Fennick. Yeah, I'll do. Stay in their flat. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. instead of me travelling and what have you. So um, you start hearing bits of rumours and what have you, and obviously, if I'm in the flat, you know, it's you know just. <laughs> keep yourself to yourself, really. You know, sometimes he wasn't there, sometimes he was. But I don't think it affected the players. I mean, the media made a fair old bit of it, which was which is obviously what, what was always going to happen. But I don't think it affected anything anything on the pitch or at the club at the time, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he was, he, he, he it wasn't was, there. Yeah, he was sold quite soon after they got together, wasn't he? Um, yeah, was it yeah. Derby or Sheffield United he went to? Stoke. He went to Stoke. Stoke. Yeah, Stoke. Or Stoke. Stoke yeah. Yeah. Could have been any of them, yeah. He had more moves than me, I think. So but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it might have been it might have been for the for the best at the time, you know what I mean, with for the club and that after they got you know, when they got married as well. Um, yeah. you know, it was maybe maybe a bit too close. But you know, again he was he was a proper goal scorer, Paul. You know, oh, he was. He was a quality yeah, player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. My favourite, even my favourite image of them together is when when Orsfield equalises in Cardiff against Norwich and they both jump up together, celebrate the goal oh, in the playoff final in 2002. Yeah. I was worried what you was going to say then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got images on your computer that I hadn't seen. <laughs> 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 and I've seen most of them. While we're on the top of that, yeah, uh, just want to give people a, a lovely reminder, a little lovely reminder. Um, if you write anything on the Tilt and Talk page, we've got a lot of children on there. Please keep the language to, uh, to a zero, if you could. Yeah, um, yeah. Lots of little children reading and, you know, it's, it's up to us to, to kind of like mentor them mm. and... Uh, you know what we don't want to do is start being in, in the situation when we have to start having to delete posts or something and all of no, that. We don't like doing it. And everything you've got to say, but try and keep your, your language out of it if you wouldn't mind. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just going to ask Richard, who was your favourite partner at centre half? Like, you know, who's the best player you played next to in a back four at Blues and in your career? Um, in, at Blues, see, yeah, I, I do. Day, day she was a proper centre half, but I. 
I didn't play a lot of games with him. You know, I was sort of on my way out of Blues then when Dave was, was coming in. But I, I probably, you know, you mentioned Paul Marden as well. We didn't really play a lot of games together because Terry brought in um, Chris White. Remember Chris White? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we, we linked up we linked up pretty well. He was the most casualist man in the world. You know what I mean? He's plenty of time on the ball, knock it around. And I, I probably learned a fair bit off him. I mean, Trevor Matthewson was the first one when I came first came into the club. So, mm. you know, he's club captain at the time and, well, or team captain because you, you had John Frayne as well. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, I would probably say the best, the more the most I learned off was probably Chrissy White because he's, he, you know, he'd been at Arsenal, been at Leeds, been everywhere, and uh, yeah. you know, been there and done it, hasn't it? Yeah, cut drinks and, and bounce off each other a little bit, of ideas and that, like. So he, he was pretty yeah. good for me. Yeah. yeah, and in your whole career, uh, Klaus Klaus at Southampton. Yeah, yeah, good player. Yeah, Nor- Nor- from Norway. He, he when I went to Saints, he probably came about three or four weeks later, and um, yeah. yeah, he was he was definitely the class act of the two. That's all I can say. Yeah. Have you got have you got any um, mementos from your career? Or have you got any, any kept any blue shirts or anything? You know what? I, I gave loads. I kept loads of because, like I say, with the Wembley stuff, what we were talking about earlier and what have you. Yeah. Um, I had loads. I had a massive hold all of them all, and I gave it. I gave them to one of my mates for a massive charity thing, probably oh. about six or seven years ago. I just gave him everything, track everything I had. Oh, you know, okay. It was for a worthy cause, and sometimes I wish I kept a couple. I've got a yeah. couple. Of, when my son was younger, when he was about four or five, but they, they didn't fit me. So it's a bit of a bit of a blow. But I've I've kept them. You know, I've got one one of them signed by Matt Batiz by him and that. But uh, yeah, at the time it was but like I say, it's even when I won at Wembley, when we were at, we won the FA trophy, me and Mark for Darlington at Wembley, even the goal scorer Chris Chris Senior, he had his medal nicked. Um and there's a few things went missing after uh-huh. the game. You know? oh, right. So I gave him my medal. You know, and I, I was half hoping Darlington might, might buy me one, another one, which they didn't. But the memories, what I've got of that, of the game, that's what I want, the memories. You know, I, I don't have to look at a medal to remember how good the, the day was, right? You know, so, no, I've lost, a, I've not lost a lot. I've given away a lot of stuff for that, yeah. for certain reasons. But um, like I say, my memories, and sometimes you look at YouTube on footage and that, it's, um, that's more than enough for me. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Should we, do, uh, should we do Richard's 1 to 11 now? Or Nick, oh, yeah, do you want yeah, to say yeah. something, yeah. mate? Yeah. Oh, go on, Nick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just go for it, Paul. Go, go on, Nick. Okay. Go on. Do you want to whiz through or go through it player by player? Player by player. Yeah, go player. Give, give, give yeah, give us a bit about why you've chosen each one and maybe you're their closest yeah. competitor was. And formation. Um, formation. Yeah. And formation, sorry, yeah. And captain as well. And captain. Well, I've gone 4-4-2 I've gone four, four, because I've picked two, two wingers, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, in goal, I've gone for Kevin Miller, and yeah. it was a real close call between him and Ian Bennett. Yeah. But um, I, I always felt Kev used to come out when you were under pressure, he used to come out and, and catch a lot or punch a lot, you know, with his size and that. I think that helped us a lot when we were uh, we were struggling in, in our box. So very, very close, but um, I've gone for Kevin Miller in goal. Always had tracksuit bottoms on, didn't they? Yeah, it did, didn't they? Yeah, Kevin Miller always wore track two bottoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He did actually. Yeah, yeah. He was a big lad. He was a big lad. He was a tough lad as well. You know what I mean? And it was quite nice when you could hear him coming through the ball. You know what I mean? Shouting, coming for the ball because you knew he'd take a few out as long as you got out of his way. <laughs> you know, he'd, he'd take one or two forwards out at the same time, so it was all right. 
Yeah, yeah. But he was he was good for us. He was another one. He he went into the Premier League as well. You know, so. But two yeah. real good goalkeepers. So I was lucky to play with there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, left back, left back and captain John Frame. Yeah, great player. Had to be John Frame, Mister Birmingham. Yeah. So mm. there, I didn't even there was no one else really to um, compare to him. He was. He's for me the the best left back at, at Blues, and I was there by a long, long way. So, how does he rank with like the, the, How does he rank? Would you say? On, obviously, you played with, I guess, Francis Benali at Southampton and players like that. At the, you know, at the higher level, how, how does he rank compared to that sort of level? Would you say, Freyne? Well, I'd say Freyne was always like a seven out of ten. Yeah. That's what you want, really. If your player would be seven out of ten all the time, he wasn't aggressive, but he'd, he'd get forward and and he'd never seem to give the ball away. And no. You know, he always seemed to be in the right position to, to stop crosses and everything. You know, he was he was a good seven out of ten, and he was quite quiet, you know, on the pitch. But he was he always led by example on how he played. You know, and yeah, I think that's quite a big thing sometimes. You know, you knew what you're going to get out of him all the time, and I ended up playing with him at Northampton for a bit as well at the end. So, yeah, yeah, and he was going to, and he was going a bit bolder at the time, so I could give him some right hammer as well. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was—he he was brilliant. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we were, we were quite close on, on off the pitch. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching him play for us. Yeah. Um, you know, my first yeah. years going down, he was, he was excellent at left back. He was yeah. a favourite, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. massively. Just, massively, just gutted yeah. when he, just gutted when he missed that penalty against them lot. Yeah. Oh man, I know, I know. I know. Yeah, we, we, put... we never reminded him of it very often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I'll be. laughs> I think that's the first one that comes up if we speak, you know. Yeah. That is. Yeah. But, uh, no, he's, he's a great lad. He's a great, great. Again, like I said, the change room is really important. We always seem to have a really good, really good change room there. You know, a lot yeah. of changes came in and out when I was there, but the change room was, was always good. So he's my captain as well. Um, Right back, I've gone Scott Hiley as well. Yeah, um, very close with him and Clarkey, him and Clarkey as well. But um, I think Scott got up the pitch more than Clarkey did. So mm. I, I'm always more for a quite attacking team, and uh, he's created a fair bit of chances. Scott Hiley going forward, so I've gone with Scott on that one. Um, as a back two, I've gone for Liam Daish. Yeah, and Chris White. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, they're, good. they're aggressive. You know, Daisy was really, really aggressive. You know, you, you want him in your team. <laughs> you want him, definitely want him in your team. And, yeah. and you know, you know, you got him and John Frame. It was, it's not a toss-up because I want John Frame as captain. But any of them, both of them two could have been captain. You know, leading by example or just leading on the pitch you know, and shouting and, and organising people. You know, you wouldn't mess with Daisy. You wouldn't no. mess with Daisy. So. And Chris White just calm on the ball, you know, read the game really well. Um, wasn't over aggressive in the air for his height, but he he'd never lose hazards, you know what I mean? So, but um, that's quite a, for me, that's quite a strong back four and a goalkeeper. Middle and midfield, I've gone for George Paris because he never gave the ball away, always mm. read the game in midfield. And I've gone for Paul Tate because he was. He had so much about him on his day, you know what I mean? And if he if he played well, he, he was a world beater, mm. you know. And who, who ran so, them close? Who ran them too close? Did you play with Mark Ward? 
played with Mark Ward, but only only a little bit. Only yeah. a little bit, you know. We had Mark Ward. I can't remember playing with him too much because there were so many. When, when Barry came in, there were so many changes all the time. Mm. Yeah, and you had you <laughs> your friends to <laughs> do were in there. Remember, <laughs> he'd love rotating nowadays, wouldn't he, Barry Fry? All eleven every game. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if he was allowed um, to make five subs as well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Imagine the squad oh, numbers. <laughs> 75 and 80. If he was still managing, you know, he'd be the first player to put five subs on at once, wouldn't he? he yeah, would yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of a blur in the middle for me. Um, yeah. But you've got Mark in there as well. He, he put his foot in. Um, but George... George Paris never really gave it away. He just kept it simple, kept passing it wide to wide men and, and mm. let him get on with it, really. Yeah. And like I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. on his day, when you say, I won't call him a luxury player because he'd boot anything as well and run around, but, you know, his vision, when I could play, how he could run with the ball in that middle as well was was good. You know, I like Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. He, was he was unlucky, a, he was he was unlucky with injuries, wasn't he? Well, yeah. yeah, he was unlucky with injuries, wasn't he, Tight? If it weren't for the injuries, yeah. he probably would have, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, gone to yeah. the top. Yeah, they've gone never, to the top. Yeah, yeah, never a dull moment in the change room with Tatey. Yeah, no, never a dull moment. And, and, and of course, it was a big going to happen. Yeah, and of course, he was a big blue nose. So I mean, that's what you want him to see. You know, what I mean? massive. Yeah, just ask, just ask Kevin yeah. Richardson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know he's, he's, he's still he's still picking his wig up off the off the front row, mate. He is Kevin <laughs> <Richardson>. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, but he was another one who came back to Southampton. Kev Richardson, he came down here at the end of his career. Oh, right, okay. So that's yeah. that's my middle two. Mm-hmm. On the right, I've got Jose Dominguez. Oh, for sheer yeah. pace yeah. and, and attacking-wise. So that helps. Um, obviously, you've got Ted McMinn. He came for a bit. He could, he could do stuff when he wanted to do stuff. But I think Jose was at the right age at the time where he could just, mm-hmm. whether the fullback was quick, he's never going to be quicker than him. If he was, he was too tricky for the fullback. So, yeah, I thought he was when he was here. He's a really, really, really good player. Well, and on the left, go on. I was just going to say, I believe he's been taken ill recently. Yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, just yeah, he's not very good at the moment. He's in with coronavirus at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I wish him a yeah, speedy recovery. Well yeah, definitely. Yeah, get well soon. Tim. Yeah, get well yeah. soon, Ted. Yeah, yeah Tim, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I speak. I speak to Tommy Johnson quite a lot, and they're quite close. He keeps them soon informed how he is and what have you. So, nice. hopefully, he'll pull through. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, so that's that's my right winger anyway. And on the left, a little bit like Jose, with loads and loads of pace, was Louis Donawa. When yeah. Oh yeah, what a play! Yeah, he could shift. Yeah, he could shift. Yeah. He, could, he could shift, and he and he scored. He scored a fair few goals as well. Yeah, you, you know, he, he knocked him with more than people think. I think you know, and uh, and that one at Albion in the halfway Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he was just yeah. You look at that side there; it's just. Two two people raw pace that could just hurt, hurt anybody, you know. When you need to get up the pitch, it's um, proper pace in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no one really on that left hand side to to touch Louis. I don't think when I played, if I'm honest. You play with you play with um, you wouldn't play with Gleghorn, would you? It was probably after Gleghorn went, wasn't it? He would have been gone to Stoke. No, with I wasn't him. there with him. No, no, yeah, yeah I wasn't there. With him. Oh, yeah, well, he no. was uh, he was uh, he was he was probably he was one of the first names on the team sheet, wouldn't he, Louis Donahue? Every game, mm. yeah. Yeah, you just sometimes sometimes you didn't know what he was going to do with it, and you know, and that's that's if you don't know what he's going to do, the back, you know, the fullback don't know either. So no. 
yeah. the pace, and he just used to cruise. Used to cruise past people. He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, he was always oh. late when I picked him up. He used to pick it. Used to pick him up at my Tamworth services. He's always bloody late. <laughs> was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there you go. Uh, there could have been loads up front, like we say when uh, when we stayed up. Um, you know, yeah, Andy Andy Savile, Paul Molden. There's more and more, but I've gone with Paul Pesky Salido. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because his work rate and he was a goal, he was a goal scorer as well. Yeah, um, and I've gone with Steve Clary as well because oh, yeah. there is. Yeah, you know they were they were a handful up there. You know what I mean? They used to run all day. Yeah, yes. both both could score goals. I mean, and you look you look at the side, and I think there's seven or eight who played in the Premier League. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, cracking so, side, yeah. isn't it? What a team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a good he went on to port back, good... back down to Portsmouth, didn't he, Clary? Didn't he? Did yeah, he managed him, managed him for a time yeah. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he was managing him for yeah. a time as well. Yeah, he was. Um, he was. Was it Salisbury? Was it Salisbury? Was mm. I think, I think it was. Yeah. There. Yeah, I think he's gone back to it as well. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. He was some player. He was. He was some player. He was some player. Yeah, yeah. I used to go. Go on, Mark. Sorry, Richard. I was just going to say you go through those players, and it just makes you realise how. You know, didn't really appreciate them probably at the time, but looking back, yeah, what a team that was. Yeah, it was. We've had yeah. some great, we've, yeah. had, some Excite- great, we've had some great moments yeah. over the Exciting year. team with, with characters, with mm. some characters there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good time. Dressing room yeah. characters that you you want in your team, basically. Jason Hughes is at Go on, Nick. Jason Hughes said he's at Salisbury now. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I think he was at Salisbury, he was at Salisbury for a bit, I think he's gone back to it now as well, I think. Mm. Whether he's manager or or director of football, or whatever. And I think he's gone back, mm. but uh, mm. I couldn't be I couldn't be certain on that. But uh, yeah, you look. No, thank the thank you. That, yeah, mm. thank you for doing that. Anyway, that was a great cracking team you put together there. Really good. Yeah. And uh, not one of them players would leave anything on the pitch when they come off. At, you know, at the final whistle, would they? No, no, no. That's it. That's it. They're, um, you look at the front two and the wide two. They, they cause anybody any. Any no no end of problems, you know, mm. and you've got Tatey in there and get forward, George is just sitting there and pass it. And, you know, mm. Scott would probably get a, probably a little bit higher than Framey would. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, but it, it's just a secure team with a bit with a lot of flair as well, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you manage to get past Tatey and, and Paris, then you've got Daisy to deal with, ain't you, as well? Yeah, so you got a brick you got a brick wall to get through. So yeah. You basically and, have, and, yeah. Exactly. And got got help if you're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All good stuff. Yeah. Uh, some great memories in that team anyway. Awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. Fantastic. Real. Into the last fifteen minutes of the show we go, ladies and gentlemen. Twelve. And, you what, sorry? Twelve minutes. Already? Yeah. yeah. Twelve minutes. Well, it's flies, it? It's Twelve mad. minutes left. It's mad. Twelve minutes left. Yep. Twenty forty-eight is the time. Okay. So, uh, what should we do today? Um, anything to do with word association with uh, football and uh, the post office from start to finish? I'll start us off with Paul's with Scales. Scales. Hey? I'm going to start you off with Paul Scales. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'll start dear. us off with um, Phil Stamp. Oh, that's the only two we've got. That's the only two we've got. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's finished, isn't it? That's it. That's it. all over. There was a barrel stamp. Mind you, funnily enough, uh, Andy Savile's a postman now, isn't he? 
Oh, yes. That's I read Andy Savile's post, man. Yeah. 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 Ooh, what about... Uh, was um, David Baller? David Baller was at um, Blues, wasn't he? Centre forward. Who? David? Who? Who? <laughs> Hang on. Who? Who? <laughs> 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 sorry, mate. Was, yeah, I, I bet Barry Fry got him. I, I bet he was. What oh, he got everybody. Gary he got Ball. everybody. He got everybody. Gary Ball. No, Gary Ball. Gary Ball. Gary Ball. Yeah, Gary Ball. Yeah, Gary Ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a postman as well. Oh, yeah. So you wouldn't, I was going to say you wouldn't see a bull in a post office. No, you see one in a China, <laughs> see one in a China shop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, postman Pat Jennings, uh, postage pesky solid. Do you remember, do you remember Iffy on Eura? Do you remember the striker, Richard, with Iffy on Eura? Yes. Yeah. What, about, what about Jiffy on Eura? Jiffy on oh, no. <laughs> 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 what about Sacco? Yeah. Sacco. <laughs> I've got one. I've got one. You ready? Go on, go on. Parcello. 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 Oh, Parcello. Yeah, that's good one. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. We've got Parcello, Desailly, Stephen Carr, Chez. I've decided the people left out Ben Clarky, Martin, Dryden, Wardy, Rennie. I mean, that's a team in itself, isn't it? Sabs and Moldy. Uh, yap stamp, yap stamp, <laughs> yeah. Uh, letter Frank Lampard, Frank, letter Frank, you get it, Frank in the letter, yeah, 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 yeah. hotter get there. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's your bomb means with us. No, I don't know, I don't know what I'm not going to say that one, just in case. <laughs> I can't say that one, no, no. <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, just to let everybody know, we've we've got another shirt that's been donated by uh, Boyle Sports, and it's on our group page today. Um, to have a go at winning it, it's going to cost you two quid, two quid. So get onto the um, onto the page and have a look at that. And uh, all money is going to our charity. Thank you very much. All the goes to charity, mate, every single Shit. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they already do it all for charity. Uh, right, we've got Leroy Letter, Messi Miss Post. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad one, Leroy Letter. That's good on I can see yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Premium bonds. Yeah, that's the, win <laughs> that's the winner for me. <laughs> Michael Parcell. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question, Richard. Who's the best manager you ever played for in your career? Um, the best, probably the best manager would be Graham Soonis because he was totally in respect to what I was going to be. But probably, I've, I've got to say Terry Cooper because he's probably defined my career, taking me mm. on loan to Exeter from Bristol Rovers, playing me as a left winger where I was, then bring me to left back, then centre half, and then obviously bring me up to Blues as well. It's just where we had that sort of bond where he had a lot of faith in what I did, you know, and that, that, that goes a long way. So yeah, probably... Say Terry Cooper, but the high-profile one's got to be Graham, Graham Soonis. But I'll, Terry Cooper, I'll always thank him for what he's done done for me. Yeah, sure, sure. And and, and who was your yeah. football idol growing up as a kid? It was John Robertson. He used to be at um, Forest. Forest. Yeah. Forest. Forest. Yeah. yeah. I, I see him quite a lot. When I first moved up to Nottingham, I seen he used to see. Well, I see him all the time on a Saturday night. He used to be out with some of the Forest lads and that. And 
he was my proper hero. I mean, I was what age? I must have been ten when they won the when they won the champions uh, European Cup. European. And I always used to have my tape. Out, I used to wear my tape outside my my socks like he did. Yeah, yeah. Used to have that, and how he, how he how he used to run, and he wasn't quick. He just used to cross balls and. Yeah, and he was right footed. He used to play. He used to cross his balls left footed, and he was right footed. Take penalties, right footed. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. but he, I still see him now. He's such a such a nice bloke, you know. And but what a player he was! What a player! Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Side they had, wasn't it? Then in, in when they won the European Cup, it was a great side, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, mm. oh, yeah you yeah. see the players. Have you seen that? Um, I believe in, was it. I believe in miracles. You oh, the Forest about it when they win it. Fantastic. You've got to see it. it's on Sky. If I'm allowed to say that, yeah, it's really good to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a documentary. You can't. We went to watch it at cinema when it first came out. A few of us got invited. This it was about an hour and a half, but you never even looked at your phone or anything because it was so good oh, to watch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If you're into football, you mm-hmm. know, and how they did it, it was it was unbelievable. Like you know, some of the quotes with Brian Clough and what have you were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Richard, yeah. did you have any dealings with? Uh, have you ever had any dealings with uh, Trevor Francis? Um, only we had his son at um, playing for us at Tamworth. Tamworth. But I never, never had any dealings with him playing wise. But <clears throat> quick story: we had, we had, a, we had one pitch. We had to drive from Tamworth to a local pitch, and like his son was uh, being with back three, three weeks. He used to come watch training, Trevor Francis, and like. T- turned into the training grounds, one pitch, and you see his car there, big, big murk or whatever it was. He pull around, walk onto the pitch to get everything sorted out. There was a, there was a, there was a family camping in the middle of the pitch. They bought a tent the night before. And they had a tent up in the middle of the bloody pitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to be nice. They took it all down, and you think, no, oh, you got, you got Trevor Francis watching his training, and we've got a tent on the middle of, middle of the. Yeah, that was so proud of that's about the dealings I had with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, loads more coming in. We've got Messi back. Kevin Bond, second class Jensen. Class Jensen. Uh, Joe Royal Mail. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, good one. Like one. Check and Doy. We've got Check back yeah. again. Check and oh. Doy. Phil Stamp, special dealie, Ivory Alibola. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I can see. I can Frank, see the... Frank, Frank, Frankie Machine Lampard, uh, Frankie Machine Lampard. <laughs> yep. I do like uh, Gareth Mail. <laughs> Zola attack. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Zola return to sender. Zola return to sender. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> what about um, what about Shelf Ramsey? Oh yeah, yeah. Shelf, go for yeah, it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, clever. <laughs> Jiffy Floyd Hasselbank. <laughs> Richard, um, Auntie Linda wants to know who was the last out of the shower. Who's the last? Yeah. If you still had the big communal baths, it would have been me. We used to love being in that big bath, just sitting in there chatting. Yeah. Looking back, it probably wasn't very healthy. No, no, no. No, no. I suppose you did a lot of Paul Marden used to have a bit of time in there, grooming himself. Yeah. Was he a groomer? Paul Marden used to like grooming himself and getting ready for. After training, yeah, good-looking lad he was. Ray Hobro's question asking on Auntie, Auntie Linda's behalf, so uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> hey, Tor the Franker, <laughs> that's a clever one. That's a clever one. Yeah, it is, yeah. Frank Robbery. <laughs> Robbery, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. 
week after week after week. What about what about Jerry Jerry Till instead of uh, Gil? Jerry Till. That's a good yeah. one. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's listening, that is. Robbie Package. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Nicola Parsons. I don't get that one. Nicola Parsons. No. Anybody get that one? No, I don't know who. He... No, Sorry, Mandy. No, I don't know. No, no, <laughs> that one. Uh, Nick, where's the time gone? Nick, where's the time? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, what can I say? Richard, thank you so, 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 so very much from myself, the team here, the backroom staff, and everybody listening tonight for joining us, giving your half an hour and a half up on a, on a Tuesday night. Um, um, really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Frank, Frank, after long quadru. <laughs> oh, Q. You know what else we've proved doing this on a Tuesday? We've, uh, you especially, Nick, you've proved that you can do it on a cold Tuesday night in Stoke. <laughs> I don't have in Stoke. I am not in Stoke. Well, no. not far, are you? Oh, don't I'm s- far enough, but I can't smell the place. Don't oh, say okay, that. Fair enough. Oh. Where are you? Is it yeah. ST postcode? What? Is it ST postcode? Where are you? You're toxic. He's in toxic. Yeah. yeah, it's posh here. We go to the bath to have a wee in the sink. Yeah, he's in the posh bit. Believe okay, me. Okay, you can do it on a cold Tuesday night not far from Stoke. I'll rephrase it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Postman <laughs> Vanden Howe. That's a great one. Uh, Kirk Evans, great show. Great guests. Uh, Robbie, Robbie Packin from Jason McDonough. Well, what can I say? Sponsored by Boyle Sports. Thank you very much for all your support that you give us all through the year. With our friends at SAS Autos, Borsy Labour Club and the Garrison Coffee Company, this has been the Tilt and Talk Show. First one of 2021. My goodness me, 2021. Think about that, guys, because I can remember my English teacher when I was at school say, you're talking about you know, how you're going to have all this technology in 2020. And I thought, that's miles away. Uh, 2020, in the year 2000. And that's, that's been and gone now 20-odd years ago. So, yeah. blimey, blimey, yeah. scary. It is, isn't it? Anyway, thanks for all the birthday messages, lovelies. Um, Richard, thank you very much. Mark, thank you very much indeed. That's OK. Bless hey, you. hang on, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Hipkiss, the savant that is, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Good night, everyone. Mr Brown. Yeah. Good night. And from Keep right <laughs> On to Man City we go. Let's see if we can come back into the next round. Good night. God bless. Hi. Richard, and take care. Good night. And stay Good night. Stay safe. We are lads from the children. We'll support you till the end of the day.